Well, welcome to another edition of Something to Talk About. Glad to have you with us and glad to have you know who right over there. She's still going. <laughs> no, wrong way. There you go. <laughs> She's still Vaughn. Hey, where are you? And he's still, oh gosh, he's still super. Where are you? Are you in I'm the in studio? Stu yeah, I'm in my studio. Well, okay, well, and you're I just in your sat down in my, I'm in my studio. Well, I just sat down in my quiet backyard, and I think our lawn people just got here, so I might be moving inside. And it's, it's funny you say that, because... Just before I was going on, my, my lawn guy was supposed to come, and I just texted him, and I said, don't come for another hour, because if he goes yeah. past the, 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 the den window here, then, then it, you, would, you would hear it over the air. <laughs> yeah, so. I, um, I think I'm going to have to move. I didn't know they were coming <laughs> right now. Um, I think it's our... Uh, it might be our next door neighbor. I can't tell. Anyway, oh, I'll move okay. if I have to. But, <laughs> yeah, so are you really, is that just a backdrop or are you really in the studio? Oh, it's a backdrop, Vaughn. Here, uh, well, I it, it really, because it looks, you've got that big mic and everything. I, I know. Isn't that impressive? They do, it, look, it looks real. It really does. Well, well does good. Look real? That, uh, yes, yours yours looks very, very real. I even see some of the, the leaves. How do you get the leaves to move on the trees? Yeah, uh, it's it's um, it's tricky, <laughs> but it's like all technical, yeah. And the water to go over that little waterfall in the back. There's that, my waterfall. There's my waterfall. There it is, Most see? Waterfall. I can put my real waterfall. That right there is a real waterfall. Okay, <laughs> that's the waterfall. The, the one in the back is anyway, the spot. Yeah. So how was your week? Not not too bad, not too bad. Uh, you know, just uh, still still pretty much staying staying low. Uh, you know, uh, just catching up on some more more TV shows and uh, doing a little bit of yard work. Uh, it got really hot, and for some reason I don't know why, a week ago or so I turned off the sprinkler system for I think to maybe do some adjusting. And I forgot about it for about three or four days. Uh -oh. And all of a sudden, the flowers just started. Yeah. You know, because they didn't get any water. So it was my bad. So yeah. now I'm trying to bring the flowers back to life. <laughs> but oh, yeah, it has you know. been really hot here. It's been, but today you and I were just talking about to get up to 93. So that's going to be refreshing considering we've been over 100. So that'll be good. Yeah. I've been doing back, I've been doing yard work too. And, just doing the same old, same old. Um, we're actually getting uh, doing a lot of um, a lot of uh, sh online shopping and getting Elizabeth all organized for her move-in um, coming up when, here in a few weeks. Yeah, when when does Baylor go uh, start uh, start classes? Well, they'll rotate, or well, they'll kind of um, they've organized it to where the kids who are moving into on campus into dorms on campus. They all have designated times, move-in times and days. So it'll be, you know, everybody kind of moves in and shifts so that not everybody's moving in at once. And so her move-in date is the 20th of August. Okay. So she's got a little over three weeks to, to, to go. Yeah. So we've just been purchasing things that she needs for her dorm room and making a kind of our piles in the laundry room and just kind of getting her ready. 
Um, it's, it's pretty easy to move into a dorm room. You don't have, I mean, it's really just focused on the bed and some personal things on the wall and, you know, lamp, desk chair. We always replace the dormitory desk chair with a, with a, a comfy chair because in most of the dorms, at least this is the way it was with Matthew and Emily, the desk chairs are small, little, small wooden chairs that are very uncomfortable to sit on for right. long periods of time. So we, we, we've always bought our kids a, a, a desk chair so that they can be more comfortable. But other than that, it's really just a lot of bedding, maybe a rug. She's got a community bathroom. So um, now she's required as a freshman to be in a dorm for freshman year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. They but, are. Required. Uh, but Emily is in an apartment. She's been in a house now for a couple years. She's going to stay in the same house that she moved into last year as a junior. Yeah. This year she's a senior. And so she's staying in the same house, which is so nice that we didn't have to you know, move her. Right. Also. So yeah, we'll, we'll head down in, in a couple of weeks to get Elizabeth all moved in. And, uh, and then we'll just hold our breath and see how it goes. Cause we could be heading back. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. And then, and then you'll come, then you'll come back home and you and Phil have got to just sit and talk to each other. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. We are empty nesters. Uh, yep. We stay pretty busy. You know us. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I talk about not knowing what to expect. I'm going through the motions right now um, as if it's just all what, you know, normal. And right now Baylor has given us the green light to, come you know everybody's coming back and school is starting uh as it you know not after labor day like we're gonna start regular time whatever and um but again i mean we all are sitting here just knowing that we might be shifting gears um right right depending on, depending on what happens down there or in the country or whatever if mandates change or whatever. So, but the, the, the thing is, is I'm, I'm just right now doing what I need to do based on where we are today. And so where we are today, we are told we are, we've been given the green light. We are going to back to school, um, on time. We are moving into a dorm room and we've not been told otherwise, obviously on that end, there are new restrictions and guidelines to follow when on campus, but so I'm preparing to get her all moved in and, and then hopefully everything will be great and she'll live in her dorm and we'll have school and everything will be great and whatever. If not, we're prepared to bring, you know, to do whatever we need to do if things take a turn. In a yeah, different the, I mean, the interesting, <laughs> you, you mentioned getting a really comfortable chair. Well, you know what, it, it might be that if things, if things, turn a certain way, they may want the students just to stay in their dorm rooms and just to, to go to their classes virtually. And also the comfort of their dorm room becomes even a, even a, uh, a more important consideration. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and she already knows that she's got some classes online. I think we talked about this last week. She's got some hybrid classes, which basically is, you know, one one day she'll be in the class, half the class will be in the classroom, the other half will be online that day, and then they just switch. So she's got that, and then she's got one class that's just online only. And then she actually has a couple classes, I guess, based on the student-teacher ratio that is actually in classroom. So she's got a, right now a mix of 
So yeah, I mean, I suspect that she will be spending maybe more time in her dorm room initially. And we always try to make their dorm rooms. I mean, I've moved, let's see, how many dorm rooms have I? Let's see, one, two, three. This will be my fourth fourth dorm room that I'm moving in and decorating. Um, I've done houses and apartments uh, also, but this but this will be my fourth dorm. And it's, like I said, we really focus on comfort, um, making sure that it is, because it's a small space and they're elbow to, you know, she's got two roommates and, um, so we, we, we will make it as comfy and cozy as we can. Yep. So we're just kind of, I've been really focusing a lot on just getting everything she needs. I mean, cause you know, not only bedding, but towels, a printer, you know, tr trash cans and she wanted a tower fan. And I mean, just, you, you just, until you really start thinking about the details of what you need, you don't realize it's a lot of stuff. Our, our laundry room is, is getting, you know, pretty full in there of all of her dorm things. So uh, I'm laughing because you talk about, well, let me see, this is, this is the fourth dorm room that I've, that I've decorated. You know, when you, when you, when you take a, a daughter down to school or something, you know, you have to decorate the room. It's gotta be like color coordinated or, or that kind of, you know, a, a guy, you know, just, just give him a three, four pair of pants and, uh, oh, you know, hey. And give it you know, a coffee maker, maybe a popcorn popper, right. <laughs> and right. he's ready to move in. Well, that's true. I have a I have a surprise for you. Oh, <laughs> my, my 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 on air buddy. I know. I, I told Your her favorite co-host. I told her here. Let's do this. I mean, I told her if she can break away. She was doing some um Spanish work, but I told her if she could break away. To come join this conversation because um why do you keep moving? Well, I'm trying to get well, there. we're fine. Trying to get her <laughs> She's moving away from I me. I told her that if she could uh come join the conversation because she's done a lot of I mean we're gonna be talking about school and starting and this and that. But you're but and she'll be able to contribute kind of where she is on some things too. But um I was gonna tell you, yeah, Matthew moving Matthew in was so different. I mean, it was basically all he really cared about was his um pillow. So what he really, really wanted just to his pillow, his, his bedding. I, I, he didn't, he I, had a, I think I he had, that way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a, a Texas flag. I think he had a Texas, yeah, flag. Texas flag. And other than that, uh, and you know, he had a Corona, yeah, whatever. Like a sign. Yeah, the girls <laughs> definitely have a lot more little, little details. I brought a fish, my freshman. She had a fish. It had a fish. fish. It was good. <laughs> anyway, so. Like, like I said, I, I, all I wanted was a popcorn popper. You yeah. know, those were, in fact, in fact, it goes, predates that we, we had a little hot plate, uh, because Jiffy pop was the, 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 the most popular way to pop corn then. And you'd get a hot plate, you'd put the Jiffy pop on it. And if you, if you, if you know about that, Emily, it, it came in like a little, a little, uh, uh aluminum thing with, with, with a, yeah. And, and it would, it would pop open. And 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 we you know, we used to make extra money selling it. We'd get little bags because when when you make popcorn in a dormitory, it the 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 the, the aroma permeates everywhere. Yeah. So we used to we used to sell little bags for a buck and everything, and make enough money to buy more popcorn. You know, right. I don't. think We can even have hot plates anymore in dorms. Uh -uh. It's yeah. probably, they probably don't allow them. 
any anymore. Yeah, they don't. They don't allow. The, so, but the kids have microwaves. They're allowed yeah. microwaves and refrigerators. And you can do microwave popcorn now too. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so em, em, tell tell me, you know what what is this like? You know, having gone through three years of of normal routine on campus, now you're going into your senior year. You're faced with this this COVID epidemic. Uh, you're in the most important year of your college career and, and you've got to kind of mix things up a little bit. I, I would say like at first when everything started, I didn't think it was, I mean, I was pretty, I was probably naive back then, but like, I didn't think it was going to last this long, I guess you could say, or I wasn't really thinking like, okay, my senior year is still safe. Like I'll still be able to go to football games. I'll still be able to walk campus. Like I'm good. So I felt awful for my friends who were seniors last year or like in the spring, but now I'm looking at it and our, to your point, everything is completely different. I mean, I have four, one in-person class, which is yoga. So the only time I'm going to be really, I mean, I could walk campus, I could study at an outdoor area, but like in terms of going to class, I only go to yoga or I will be going to yoga. And that's like a 10 person class. So that's, I think I just, I, as much as I get why we're distancing and all that, I took everything for granted. Like I walk walking to class, I took for granted. Like parking and like seeing my instructor, even when I didn't want to be there, I took it all for granted. Like waking up early, having to get to campus. Like I was like, I, I'm I don't want to do this right now. But it was so like that's where I got my interaction from, like just friends and like people I didn't get to see. And so like now, you know, like people back at my communication school, like I'm not really gonna see the professors anymore. Or like, you know, there's gonna be maybe five people in your class or they're doing stuff called hybrid classes, which is, which is okay. Yeah. So like, I know people who are doing that, but I would just say I took it all for granted and like, I'll be able to adjust to this just because I still get to live with my roommates. Hopefully we can still have football games, just like half capacity for, you know, like fans. But yeah, I took a lot of it for granted and I, I'll definitely miss just like the normal, like I got to go to three classes today and like, let me park on campus and walk to my class and see everyone. It's just going to be a little bit different. It's just going to be, quiet and like somber probably will you be wearing a mask when you go out on campus we if you're on campus you have to wear a mask um so that's and then for all of us at baylor we we just got an email from our president yesterday we all have to take a a covid test before we go so we all have to be like negative before we can go to class now, from time to time, are you, are you going to have to have your temperature taken? Uh, I don't know. They haven't the- really said that. I know that maybe some places on campus, like if they open the gym, I'm sure you probably have to make an appointment or like schedule what time you're going or they'll probably te- check your temperature. But they haven't really said. The only thing they're kind of for sure on is masks, obviously, kind of like half. They're like dividing classes if you have a hybrid. So like a couple people go on one day and then you switch. Um but I don't know. They haven't really talked about what buildings are going to be open. What if there's um, like anything, if the library is going to be open, I don't know about that. A lot of other dorms or other areas on campus, they've like changed into like a residency if you get sick. So if someone in a dorm gets sick, then they have to go to this like designated area for two weeks where they stay and like get better. Wow. Well, you know, you know, we, we all we all know that Baylor is a national powerhouse in football. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you said that there are going to be restrictions of how many people they're going to let into the stands 
uh, and all and make make you know concessions for that. Uh, how do you think that's going to affect the game from not only the players' standpoint, but from the from the uh, you know the the students' yeah. standpoint? I mean, for me, I that's like such fun time is like when we all go to the football games. We all tailgate before. We all get to go into the stadium. There's also Baylor does a tradition where you get to run the line as a freshman, which basically you just start at one end of the field and run to the other. So it's just like a Baylor tradition that we've done for years. And I, you know, freshmen get to do it every home game. So that's something that they're trying to work out as well. But then the sad part about that is as seniors, you get to do it one more time at the last home game. So like usually people who didn't has have run it since freshman year, they get to do it again one more time their senior year. Um, so that's sad. Some of the traditions I know for football, it's just going to be different for the guys, especially like when they get, I have a few football friends and I know that they're, they're talking about how they might even, again, I, this is all just nothing set in stone, but move football to the spring, which would just make spring jam packed sports. So then, you know, that might even be more fun because right. maybe more fans can go, uh, less people are sick at that point. I, let's, I don't know, hopefully. Um, but so that would be interesting. I think, that if there's 50% capacity, that would be at least better for the players just because it would feel a little bit more normal. I just, I, cause we were watching the baseball game the other day with my dad and it was like fake noise, like fake fans. It actually seemed pretty real. I mean, it did seem from the and, TV until, point of until, view, until, until, you, player, until you could see the stands, yeah. empty, but it, seemed, it sounded pretty real. I mean, until there's a fly know. ball, until there's a fly ball hit hit deep into center field, and you don't you don't hear the crowd crowd react. Well, you see them, but you don't hear yeah. them reacting. You know, I think the kids like they're just gonna have to just make the best of what mm. it's gonna be, and we don't really know what it's gonna look like exactly. I think Baylor is gonna do. We can only speak to Baylor. I know other universities are you know taking different approaches, um, and that's that's fine. Um, Baylor seems to be right now focusing on just trying to keep um, social distancing best they can, and also they're trying to keep just to, to small, small yeah, capacity, uh, a smaller capacity in the classroom, on campus, flipping classes, and whatever. And and so, and and hopefully that will will help. Um, you know, football games, tailgating is fun and watching still on TV. And then when it's your turn to go into the stadium, you get to go, whatever, whatever that's going to look like. Don't know. Maybe they'll change it all and move it to the spring. Don't know. We just, I said to the kids, we have to go back with just the attitude that whatever it is, make the best of it. That's all that we can do. If you're, if you are taking a class online, take your computer um, somewhere if you're allowed um, sit on campus, um, on, under a tree or on a park bench or uh, at a, where you're still yeah, seeing, you know, you know, try I, for me, I'd like to have them try to maintain some social normalcy, um, and interaction as much as they can while staying safe and all that. So well, we'll, what we all refer to as the, the new normal, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're gonna have you're gonna have to create a new normal. <clears throat> I'm curious about uh, again with with the the stadiums. Uh, are they if they're only going to allow 50 percent capacity? Are they going to to make that for students first, or are they going to still allow parents to come down to those football games too? 
we were talking about that and we would assume it'd be students, but also the big donors. Yeah. So like we were thinking the people who actually, you know, fund Baylor. Like some big, these, yeah. yeah, alums perhaps maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we don't, I don't know that they have even thought that far. Well, I mean, I think that they're thinking through it. I don't know that they've, you know, come up with the final plan yet. So again, like I said, we, we're going to move Emily, Ellie in. Emily's already in her house. We're going to get down there. We're going to start school. And then we're just going to play it by ear and each day as it comes. And that's what you can do. I mean, I know some schools are not starting until after Labor Day. We're starting. We start We start on the same day. We start that we, on the normal day. Yeah. But like here in FISD, I know that they're starting. They're talking about FISD is Frisco Independent School District here. And yeah. I, I know that I've seen that they're thinking of not starting until after Labor Day. Some people are okay with that. Other people are not. They're talking also about when they do start starting virtually. So, for example, if you're starting kindergarten, and I use that as an example because my next door neighbor has a son who's starting kindergarten, he starts virtually. And I know that I've seen just on social media a lot of feedback, a lot of comments. Some, some are okay with it. Others are saying we want to be in the classroom and we are okay being in the classroom. So why can't we have that choice? And then somebody else is saying, well, I don't want to be in the classroom. It should be virtual. And then they're saying, well, that's your choice. But so there's, there's some dissension on the team here. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that the school board is currently discussing how they're going to move forward because while you have a lot of people who, um, who are not okay, not comfortable going back into the classroom, teachers and students and parents, you have others who are saying, we want to go back. We are comfortable going back. And where, why aren't we being given that choice? So I suspect that, that this is a conversation that might be happening all across the country, really, in school districts uh, everywhere. So you, yeah, you've, got, it, you've got your college-age students who are dealing with a different scenario, and then you've got your public school districts dealing with a different scenario. And I don't know. I mean, it's it's a lot to it's a lot to think through. It's a lot to consider. There are a lot of logistics, and a lot of unknowns, yeah. uh, which makes it so difficult to to put together any kind of plan for these school age, you know, kids that are in school. We're we're kind of talking about kids that are in school because um, it's a totally different scenario. We're talking about professionals that are already out in the working world. You know, they've got their. It's the schooling right now that is so tricky because. Emily can tell you, virtual or I, online learning is, is not for everyone. It. Like I really, even though with today's times, like technology is such a helpful tool and it is like, it's not, I'm not bashing that, but it's actually when you're trying to learn something and when you're trying to study and when you're trying to grasp a concept that you don't even like you're new to, having it on a screen just does not work. And I mean, there are some people who maybe they don't really, they can do it both ways, but I know most of my friends, and for me, I can't just read something on the screen. I get distracted. It's does I don't retain it the way I do in a book. And like when we take a test, I can't I can't do that either because all of our tests are online now, and so that's just stressful in itself. That's a learning curve, I think. And like that's been something where some professors are nice and they kind of understand. I mean, even like when we first got back and we all went to online, I emailed all my professors. I was like, listen, I'm not 
Like I'm not a good test taker online. I'm not like, I need a, I need you to be talking to me in person. Like I need to be with you kind of, I'm a visual learner, all that stuff. And they were respectful. They, they like appreciated me reaching out and they took that into consideration when they were grading my stuff. And I'm sure I wasn't the only one, but they were just, they realized like, okay, like, like I, I was, I was taking a test and my computer froze. So like I had to say, Hey, I didn't get to finish the last part of this test. Cause my computer froze. Like, and they usually say like, well, we can't, sorry, that's not our fault. Like we can't really do anything about that. But they've been, a lot of my professors have been understanding with COVID and just kind of saying like COVID that's yeah. really been an issue, but yeah. And another thing about the online Stuart is, um, the delay so when you're in a classroom and you're learning a new skill and you're working through this whatever and you have a question right then and there in the classroom you can raise your hand you can ask the question so that you can move on it's like normal conversation but it's like, like but, but when you're when you're home and you're online and you have a question yes you could possibly email your professor but the problem is you're stuck and the lesson continues and you're stuck you can't you can't even follow the rest of the lesson because you you have a question and you can't move forward. so the delay it's not as effect okay not. obviously in person education is still the best way to teach and learn we are having to to make do with the situation and that's where we are but the online the new normal i mean well for the time being i don't think that forevermore we're going right. to be online but for right now yes it is and so again I keep saying it but it's true we, we just have to like figure it out make the best of it because yeah. this is what it is right now so now if, um, you're, you know, if you're in a virtual class do you have that chat availability so that you so, can you can ask a question as you're going yeah, through it it's you can okay so you can so some professors have done zoom I'm sure everyone knows what zoom is now but they um it's like you sign in on a certain time and that's the attendance. You have to be present in that Zoom. And there is right. a little like chat button off to the side um, where you can say something. Or if you if it's open discussion, if it's a small enough like Zoom session, people just kind of like talk um, or ask their questions. So yes, that's that is an option. Um, but you have like, to wait for the professor to read the, the question in order to get back to it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like I don't know. It's just hard to understand like what they're saying or just people ask like random questions. So you get lost because someone asked this and then you're like, okay, I didn't hear that question. Or like, you don't even, sometimes I don't even see the chat go up. So then they start going off on a tangent. I'm like, what are, what are we talking about now? So you have to like go and scroll on this chat, see like where we're at. But now a lot of what I'm, I'm in Spanish right now this summer and mine's online, but my professor, like I have a professor who kind of set up the class. And if I have a, like a question or if I have an issue or something, I email her, but all of my lectures come from someone who's animated. So I'm like listening to this animated figure who's talking to me and she's like, she'll like talk about the lesson, put up a few problem questions. She's like, okay, great. You got it. Right. And I'm like, no, I, I don't, I don't understand yeah. it. You it's, go it's, back. Actually, it's actually pretty funny, Stuart, because this little animated character, she actually changes, changes outfits. outfits and she's annoying. <laughs> I've walked. Oh, and another thing is just to make sure that the kids are paying attention and like really watching every minute of the le court lesson, whatever they they'll periodically have like a llama pop up into the screen like or something what? so that, <laughs> so that they'll ask you, okay. So that they know you were watching like, it. Like did a llama pop up did, in the did screen? A, what animal popped up in the screen at, you know, a llama. A llama. 
<laughs> I mean, it's, look, you got to find the humor in it, right? I mean, um, so if but, you want to ask, if you want to ask a question in the Spanish class, do you have, do you ask it in Spanish or in English? Uh, try to ask in Spanish, but most of the time she's just like, what's your question? To say? <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? What you clearly just don't know. So what is it? You know, also Stuart. So, so the education, that's something that's like, there are, again, we're talking college age, but I, I know that next door these, uh, and, and, and kids that are in, um, elementary school, middle school, and even maybe high, a high school where, I mean, they're learning, you know, th th this is, they have to do well in one class, which might be a prerequisite for, uh, you know, the, the next class. And if they don't gain good traction in the beginning of the year, you know, it's going to be tough to catch up. And I, and I, I know that like reading, for example, in kindergarten, I don't know what that's going to look like, but these little kiddos, it's going to be tough for a little, like somebody that that age to yeah. be sitting in front of a screen. I mean, we're a little bit more mature, high school age, whatever. We could sit. We've got the attention span to sit, look at a screen. You've got a kindergartner, you know, with a bunch of, I don't know. I, 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 it's going to be left, a lot of this will be left up to the parents how effective it, it, it is how well it works for that their child. But think about the kids whose parents go to work and that child is home. I I know somebody who has a, a nephew lives in North Carolina. He's ten years old. Parents had to go to work. You know he was on in front of the screen. This was toward the end of the year last year. You know school year had to leave him alone and he had to do it on his own and. I mean, it's right. Well, that's not going to be. Hopefully, that will we'll be able to figure this out where these kids are not in front of a screen for too much longer because it's. Well, it's interesting. Crazy, it's so. interesting you say that because they just did in our in our uh, uh, school district. They just did a survey, uh, surveying all the parents of uh, of school age children. This is uh, K through twelve, uh, asking them, "Do you want?" Do you, do you want your kids to go back to school physically or do you want them to stay home and learn virtually? And they did the survey about 10 days ago and the results came back almost 50, 50. So it really? didn't, it didn't really give the school district, you know, an overwhelming one way or the other. And, uh, and now 10 days after they did the survey, they've determined that because of, the COVID uh, uh, statistics that are coming out that they may continue to require virtual learning for the first three weeks of school and then go back into this hybrid or, or, you know, shared uh, uh, it's, it's, it's gotta be just mind boggling because in my mind, some of the parents that are saying, no, I want the kids back in the school. It's because I got to go back to work or I can't handle being at home sitting next to that screen and, and, and helping the child. The other ones that want to keep them home virtually can spend the time with the, with the, the child. Or, and then again, what happens if the kids do go back to school and then there's cases of, of the, the uh, coronavirus in the school, now they're going to have to revert back to everybody being virtually yeah. again. Which will happen. I mean, that will well, happen. that and that's what I was that saying. Can happen earlier. on the college that's campus it, too, right? That's what I was saying earlier in the show. You, you we are pre, uh, we are planning and preparing 
to go back, you know, and I'm dealing with college age kids, so move in and all that. And then if we have to shift gears, we're going to have to be prepared to shift gears at whatever that might be and whatever. So yeah, I hear you. And these parents that are home with the kids, then say you have Mrs. Smith, who is the teacher who is, has been instructed or told now that she's going to be teaching virtually. Well, she might have two kids at home with her who are needing to learn. And so she's got her kids who she needs to help because they're she's home with them. But yet she's also got a classroom of kids that she's trying to teach. I mean, it's it is a very very. I also this goes for people in the workforce because I'm looking at my dad, so he kind of kickstarted this for me. But I don't like the idea that right now I don't I don't work. I'm still in school, but I I um I don't like that I wake up and I hang out and I relax in my classroom because this is where I do all my stuff. So like every time I'm on, like I don't have any motivation to do anything because I'm at home, I'm chilling, I'm like in my bed or out here tanning or something, but I have five classes that I have to do. And I'm like, I don't want to, because this is my house, this is where I'm supposed to relax. It's and then a now I'm like- disciplinary thing. Yeah, you've, you've got to discipline yourself to, to yeah, doing that. To, you know, and, some, and, and some people do very well in that environment, like they, they perform very well. Now I will tell you, they've actually done studies that have shown even if you work from home, not just schooling from home, but work from home, they say that you will perform better if you do get dressed. You know, don't oh, yeah, don't like, don't do your work in your pajamas. Yeah. It's a mental thing. Get dressed and have a place in your house. And this could apply to working from home or schooling from home. This could apply to either. Um, have a designated place in your home that is for work. Um, so at least you feel like I've gone to my desk. I'm going to my desk. I know that, you know, I have a little place that if I'm really trying to focus and have some private privacy, I have a place to go to. But like um, my next door neighbor, I keep referring to her because she's got the young kids at home. She actually turned during this whole quarantine and when she was schooling her preschoolers at home, she turned a guest room upstairs into a classroom. Mm -hmm. She put a little table down with some chairs. Good idea. She put some maps on the wall. I mean, they moved the bed out, everything. It is like she put maps on the wall. She put an uh, alphabet strip on the wall. She uh, got all kinds of like teacher supplies. And so because they had been doing their schooling at the kitchen table, well, that's where the kids play, do Play-Doh, do Legos, eat their snacks. The TV's right there. She, she very early on in the early stages of quarantine, she realized, I need a defined place mm -hmm. and for us to go when it's time to go to school. It's and a very smart move, yeah. They go upstairs and they are in the classroom and it's a mental thing. They know that, okay, we're not down at the kitchen table. Can I have a snack? Can you put the TV on? Whatever. Seems to have worked. So to your point, you know, again, you have to create the environment in which you can work most effectively, whether you're schooling or, or, or working. And the, from home. the hard part also is just being in a house with, five other girls down in Waco. I like some of us have, we're all on different schedules. We all have different majors. So our, our, our routines are different, but like I sometimes have to take a verbal test and like I have to talk and there's only so many places you can go. Yes. Your room is one obviously, but some, some of our roommates share a room. So like, then that was a hard part is they're like, okay, well I need is I have an interview actually. So I need to like use the room today by myself. And then like the other ones, like, well, I have our, another roommate's a tour guide. So she literally gives tours online. So she's talking and like, you can't just be taking a test next to her because then you're distracted. So like having a bunch of people in one house too is just sometimes right. like difficult. And 
you're not always like you're not always respectful of other people's space and time and we have a dog who yaps all the time so then if i think that you're gonna have to find a place what and i said this to emily go find a place on campus i i think that these kids are going to be able and i don't know but i think they're going to be able to go on campus as long as they're not in big groups so if you can if you're allowed to if, and again when we get down there we'll find out kind of like what each building is requiring maybe the library will be open and maybe it is only 10 people on a, on that floor because the, the library at Baylor is- Or uh, one person per table. Or one person, I don't know. But if that's the case, and if you feel comfortable doing that, and if you feel like you need to just get out of your house for a little bit, um, you know, do that. Go go somewhere and sit with your laptop and get a change of seat. And if it's, but the distractions are tough, especially when you have roommates. And um, I don't know, like in the dorm, I know each floor has a, a study hall we'll have to see how we'll be able to utilize that because Emily Ellie is going to be living with two girls and I, we will figure it out. We're just going to have to figure it out. And I, and just hope that I'm hoping for the best, but we can prepare for anything. And, and, well, uh, you know, it's like, a, it's like a new discipline that you're going to have to develop. Uh, to to adjust your 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 way of life and your way of studying and all and and keep in mind you're going to spend all of this time trying to formulate a new way to to study and interact with each other and with the school and then hopefully you know six months from now yeah. when if this is all over now you got to go back and redo everything. Well, that's to, okay. It's like riding a bike. I think they'll be able to. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think. Yeah, Switching you know, and, and, and another thing, Stuart, it's not just schooling, but uh, uh, Emily is recruitment chair for her sorority, and now Baylor doesn't have Rush until rush spring, spring. Yeah. so we've got more some more time between oh, now and then, but, but other schools that are going through it right now, actually, they're doing it all virtually, um, and I said to Emily, so she might do hers virtually as well, depending on where we are then. And I said, you know what? If you end up being recruitment chair at a time when you're having to redesign the entire stru structure of Rush, and I said, you do it, make it the best virtual online recruitment process that you, you make, and you will forever be able to talk about the challenge and 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 how successful you were in in embracing this situation as it is and making rush still a fun and very effective process mm -hmm. and so you have to look at it that way that it is yes it's a challenge do we all want to be here no but can we actually look bigger and stronger smarter? yeah if if we if we solve each day as it comes if we solve the situation and go through it so she's prepared and she's already been sitting there thinking of very creative ways to get to, know, to make it like get fun. to know the girls. Yeah. yeah, trying to just keep it as normal as possible if we're all on a screen. So I'm just yeah. really kind of work with that. And you know, Stuart, not only recruitment. I know we're getting close to time here, but uh, I just got an email yesterday. Um, the September 11th remembrance this year is going to be virtual, virtually done, and. I haven't read the details of it yet, but but uh, the ladies in the Garden Club have worked long and hard on putting together a ceremony that will happen virtually. So that's another example of 
just taking the situation and figuring right. it out and figuring it out. And that's what we're going to do when we go back to school. We're just yeah. going to figure this out. One day at a time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have two choices. You, you have a choice of either uh, repurposing or canceling. And, well, and I think a lot of people are just saying we just don't want to postpone or, or, or cancel if we can just reinvent it for this year. Right. What sorority is it, uh, Emily? I'm a Zeta. Zeta. Zeta to Alpha. Yes. I think, I, I, I think I told you I was a houseboy at, at Zeta to Alpha at Indiana oh, University. Hey. When, I, when I was the houseboy for two years over there. We knew we loved. We knew we loved. Zetas are great. So we we got we got that connection. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I love it. So anyway, um, that's where we are, Stuart. We will keep you posted on everything. 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 Okay. Well, you know, Emily, thanks for sitting in. It was great. It's always always a pleasure to I see you. And it was good. I was going to text you through it, but then I thought I'm just going to let it be a little surprise. Oh no, this was this was much better. I love I love surprises, and yeah. and you, and you are an absolute sweetheart. I wish you the very very best in your in your Thanks. senior year, and Thank and, and you. you're, I mean you're going to have you're going to have memories from this last year because of this whole uh, uh, you know COVID situation that mm -hmm. will will carry on into your into your career oh, yes. and you 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 you, you want to go into broadcasting don't you yes i will go into broadcasting <laughs> i will have my own show about this and well there you go and when you have your own show maybe you'll invite me to be a guest on your oh, show yes. you'll be the first <laughs> and then we can go full circle <laughs> yeah all right sounds like a plan the, the the very best to you, Emily, and to, to Elizabeth when she goes down to, to, to college. And Vaughn, take care of your kiddos before you get rid of them and become an empty nester. And right. uh, and you and you and Phil have to now reinvent your lives. Yep. But uh, but the we'll very very you. and 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 hey, let's get together next week and do this again, and we'll talk about something else. All right, sounds all right. good. You you all take today. care, and, I'm and ready. folks. Thank, thanks for spending time with us on something to talk about. We'll see you right here again next week at the same time. And uh, take good care of yourselves and be good to each other. And stay well, stay safe. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye, Bye guys.